Welcome to the Farm Yarns Podcast, where we rip off the filters and get stuck into some topics. Have something you want said? Let us know by email farmyarns at farmsofice.com.au. There'll be some of these, but there'll also be some of these. G'day and welcome to this week's segment of Farm Yarns, where we dive behind the audio to find out who inspires our guests, what motivates them, what they would like to debunk, and also what resources they lean on to get the most out of their agri-business. So let's get down to it, Farm Yarns. Well, Nick, you're on the Farm Twice podcast, and now we're back down to talk about some more personal stuff on Farm Yarns. So welcome to Farm Yarns. Thanks, Jack. Good to be here. Let's find out about the person behind the audio. What's your morning routine look like? Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, uh, we got these really noisy um, red wattle birds in the street. They yep. go off about 5.30. All right. So I go, okay, all right. I roll out of bed, go down, make a coffee for uh, myself and my wife. Make that, go back upstairs. We basically lie in bed for about 15, 20 minutes, um, farting around on social media. Yep. Uh, I might do a wordle. Well, I've sort of gone off that now. And then um, I'm out of bed, go for a swim. Go down the pool, do two k's, and um, by the time I come back, she's off. She she runs about 120 k's a week. Um, so get back house about 7:30, have some breakfast, start work. Um, get a bit of work done, and then I try and um, get into Footscray by nine o'clock when the office opens. Yeah, beautiful. A very tidy morning indeed. And and in 60 seconds, tell us your favourite memory on farm. Well, well, this is weird, but um, right, me, 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 and my younger brother, like we used to just muck around a lot on motorbikes, and it's one of the great things on farms, the old ag bikes, because when you're moving a mob of sheep, it, it, you know, it takes a long time. You're going slowly. You're looking to entertain yourself, and we used to do stupid shit like drive past each other and try and do monos and um, throw cow shit at each other, and then I remember one day. I worked out I could sit on the motorbike backwards and tie string, one piece of string to one handle and one one piece of string to the accelerator. And if I pulled on, if I pulled on the I could actually ride the motorbike facing backwards just by using the string. Like with that had my arms back. So it just looked really weird. And I remember he was just sitting there behind a mob of sheep. And I went flying past him, just, just facing the wrong way on the motorbike. And um, just the look on his face. And I just pissed myself laughing. For, and I, I don't know why that why that image comes to mind. Um, but I, mean, I, you know, I just, just love all that stuff. There's just so much time on a farm between the bits that are where you need, you need your full concentration for those when things are going through a gate or. You know, there's just these moments of where you need the full concentration, but but outside of that, there's a there's a lot of time you just have to be there, and you've got to fill your brain with something, don't you? Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I took the time the other day, like just something little, or just taking the dogs to the tank, and I actually hopped in tank with them. Yeah, we did all too often out at Kenya, like out in the sticks there, and then you come here and it's a bit more intensive and you're a bit overloaded and everything. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a good thing to remember what that is and what it feels like just to sort of do nothing, rest for a little bit. 
Yeah. Um, and look, and I, my memories are also the people you work with just sitting around at Smoko. And um, I remember, I know the Russians are a topical s- subject right now, but I remember back then, it, like anything would go wrong. And, um, you know, this is back in the 80s, back yeah. then. And, and one of the old blokes would just go, it was the Russians. These little things that um, I think we used to say that at school as well. Yeah, <laughs> a little stupid thing there. But yeah. for yourself, throughout personal and professional, yeah. who would be your most influential person that you looked up to? Look, I love Steve Jobs. You yeah. know, I, I know he's not perfect, um, but I, I always admired, um, you know, like his products. Um, and I, and I really admire the way just, just a lot of his messages really resonate with me. Like, you know, th- those things about not being so, uh, not, not doing all that customer research, yeah. you know, and trying to just to replicate what's in the customer's minds, trying to give them something better that they haven't thought of all those sort of things. Um, and just, you know, I, I can listen to anything that he, any of his old speeches, anything he says for ages, they always sort of get me fired up and, you know, want to do more. Yeah, 100%. And you can also bring what he says across into agriculture as a sort of template um, into what we do as well, just to improve what we do and even branding. Uh, yeah. I think farmers a lot now are trying to bring it back on farm, um, which is pretty cool to see moving forward. Yeah. Oh, look, and, and he's all about, it's so much you see with, with tech and whatever, it's like a grey thing. Yeah. You know, in a just so uninteresting with a few wires hanging off it, kind of whatever. And and there's no reason for it to be like that. And I know Steve Jobs, it was always about that. Imagine that experience when you open this thing out of a box and how are you feeling at that moment? Because that's going to highly determine how you feel about the product. Yeah. So, and that's the same when you've got beef. Like, you know, it's disappointing for me. You see it in the supermarket in a in a in a white polystyrene tray with a bit of plastic over the top with some blood in the bottom of the tray. It's like, I mean, what are you doing? I mean, you know, if the, come on, you know, yeah, experience yeah. has got to be better than that. Yeah. And I think we are coming back to that. Maybe not the bigger players out there because they don't really need to, but the smaller guys that have been pretty creative the way they yeah. use their own materials and so on. But for yourself in your life, you're, um, your realm of work, what's yeah. something that you'd like to debunk about what you do? What do you mean? Like debunk a myth kind of thing? Yeah, debunk a myth about like what ag tech in Australia or even being an ag tech startup like founder? Um, I don't know really what sort of myths there are because um, I don't know much about this founding world anyway. You know, I just do it and I'm just like, um, the only the only thing I know about it is there was that that series on TV about that um, the, the startup or something, which is pretty funny. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything about it. Just do your own thing, um, and you know, but there's no one to really ask in this in this world. Um, someone if someone's offering to give you a hand, you know, it's probably but you know, it's they, they want something out of it, which is fine. Um, Thanks, so, baby. Yeah, uh, I, I suppose the debunk the myth is don't look up at people who who are supposedly really successful and think they're any better than you, or or you can't do exactly what what they are doing. Yeah, that's a good one. And for yourself, what's your tool of choice? What's your favorite go to? In, in terms of a physical tool, it, this can be like we've had some yeah. we had time last year. Oh. 
You know what I love more than anything else? The little, like, handheld... It's a little barrel sort of drill, right? Yep. Which you just press, you, you press down. I don't know what you... It's a, like, it's a battery screwdriver type thing. Yeah. And if you're like me and I'm opening enclosures and closing, and, and, and you know, I might do, there's six screws oh, yeah. in each enclosure. And before I found, found this tool, I was, um, you know, with the screwdriver getting RSI and this thing is just friggin' unreal. I love it. It's not a bad one. And it's like more ergonomical than, yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's, it's it's not your, your, your L-shaped handle power drill battery. It's a neat, it's, it's a neat little unit, more like a shaver. But with just a rotating, you know, drill head on the end of it, yeah. Yeah, might have to add that into the toolbox. That's a good one. Oh, that's good. Oh, and you know, the, the for the for the manual one, my favourite tool, yeah, is the Christmas tree drill bit. You know, that goes from ten mil to to thirty two mil or ten mil to forty mil. You just chuck it in oh, your, yeah, yeah. your driver and yeah, just yeah. put a just put a hole in anything at any size, depending how far you push, and they are like fifteen bucks. Uh, for a pack of three, they are unreal too. That's my second. Bunnings, if you're keen to sponsor, we're keen. Yeah. Um, but for yourself, an important one and something to highlight for the industry, how do you take time to look after yourself, Nick? What's your oh, sort of down time? Oh, well, like I just said, in the first thing in the morning, just get up, have a coffee, go yeah. for a swim. So it, it really doesn't matter. By 8 o'clock, I've already had an awesome day. You know, like I've done all the exercise I need to keep myself, keep myself healthy. Um, you know, I chat to the people down the, down the pool as well. I've had that social sort of thing as well. So, I mean, I've, uh, I've done all that. Just the most important thing I reckon is, yeah, is to get to that stuff at the very start of the day before the day goes, you know, AWOL and, yeah. and it's harder to control. And the key to doing something first thing in the morning is you prepare for it the night before, yeah. you know, when, you, when your brain's working quite well, if you want to go for a run or a swim or something, you get your bathers, you get your towel, you get your, your your running shoes, and you put them in the place before you go to bed. So all you got to do in the morning, you're halfway there. This is what all the fitness influencers have been telling us for years, and now moving on to the farm influencers, they're doing a bit there as well. Good stuff. And for yourself, what do you regret most? We had the question of what's your deepest fear, but at the yeah. moment we're looking at regrets. What do you regret? Look, it's very hard to look. There, there, there's lots of things that I do regret, but then you got to always temper that with you get to this point in your life, and if you don't know, if I change this one bit that I think I regret, do I still get to this point? Because I really yeah. like, you know, um, the point that I have got to, and I'm older. Like I'm 51, and a lot of these founders and whatever, and I could say oh, I regret, you know farting around doing different stuff and whatever. But then again, I don't think I would have had the maturity to do the kind of things that I can do now sort of 20 years ago anyway. Um, uh, yeah, they're, they're so I, I, I need longer for that question. Do you know what I mean? I, I, yeah, I, it's yeah. not it's not, not one I can roll off the top of my head. Um, I mean, because I've, I've got like hundreds of stupid things that I've done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to rank, to yeah. rank them all. Um, might need a ranking system for our. I, I might need a <laughs> ranking. God, I'm just going to feel so bad too. You know, I don't want to like. Well, you know. we'll leave you to reflect on yeah. regrets. It's just like in that movie, where he's got the tattoo, no rugrats. 
He's like, I don't see hey, it. really? Not even one? Yeah. With the spelling there. But this one probably rolls into the regrets one. But what's something that you sacrifice right now in order to grow? You obviously don't sacrifice swimming. No. Well, that's just a part of it. What do I sacrifice in order to grow? Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like, sorry, I don't feel like I sacrifice that much because I'm not physically capable of thinking about or thinking hard about stuff for more than about four hours a day. Yeah. And I'm not physically capable of working on stuff for more than about six hours a day. Yeah. So I've got about 10 hours a day max in me anyway. And then there's heaps of time to do. I I still go out and have beers with my wife down the pub yep. and friends on a Friday, like at four 30. Um, I work, I work to my absolute maximum and then I'm at home and I can work to, to, to whatever, to whatever hours and stuff. I mean, my sacrifice, I don't think I'm, I mean, I don't even pay much attention to my kids. They don't want me to. They just want to, you know, they say best parenting is well, like, stand back, you know, let them do their stuff. Yeah. Um, that's been made clear. My, my wife has, been, has made it pretty clear. She doesn't want to spend more time with me. So I'm not sacrificing. You know, we have a great time together, you know. Unsacrificing. But but only, you know, like a couple of hours a day. No, um, yeah, yeah, so again, no, like, so I, I don't really sacrifice anything. I mean, there might be periods. Like I, I know what you're talking about with that sort of question because there was periods in my life when I was, you know, like working for other people, and you'd be away for weeks and weeks and all that sort of stuff. And you were sacrificing time away from your family and all that sort of stuff. But th that's not the reality for, you know, or maybe I'm just blind to it. Maybe I'm just. Or you may have the the um, personal and work-life balance pretty sorted for yourself. Yeah, I, I don't need much in the personal side to entertain yeah. me. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's just a little bit. And... And then the, uh, I, I really, I don't have a boss, which is just one of the best things in your life you can ever have. Even though I, you know, I, I got, I, I really do. I, I, when I look back at mentors, some of them like the bosses that I've had in the past, I've really got a lot of time for, you know, and great people. But you do waste your life a bit when you have a boss because only about half the stuff they tell you to do is like really productive. Whereas in a lot of time you're just, you know, doing stuff. So right if you're your own boss and you're complaining about stuff, well, you know, stack yourself. <laughs> Do something else. Yeah. Now, that's a good way to look at it. When I first came back from, I moved back from London and I was stuck on the header on New Year's Eve and like I was trying to meet up at parties and everything and just yeah. like weekend after weekend, we always seemed to be working. I was like, when am I going to catch a break to actually meet up with them and see what they're doing and not yeah. be on the header because we bought a header and, Worst idea for missing out on parties, especially on peak season, in the silly season. Oh yeah, but I mean, this is the this is the beauty about when you get to fifty. You know, yeah. like the most, like I spent New Year's Eve, you know, sitting around. We all, you know, we wean the calves, and I'm sitting around just in the yards with those calves until about ten o'clock, and then I'm down there, you know, sitting in a trough by myself having a beer because. The other, the rest of my family don't want to come down to the the farm anymore because yeah. you know I never built a, built a proper toilet down there yet. So, <laughs> so, so, but it's but, but it's such a nice feeling, you know, like just having that time to yourself and doing that. And it's good. But I I hear what you're saying when you're younger, like the, the age old dilemma in farming. Oh, it, you you have FOMO big time when yeah. you're young. 
Uh, you don't have that when you're old. Absolutely. And the next one we've got is how can we be better farmers? What's the next thing? Everyone's chasing efficiency, efficiency. Um, what's that thing that you think it is? Oh, look, I reckon we better farmers. I'm not telling anyone right, what to do. This is just coming from me personally. I just think that if you are giving your animals their best life, right, yep. I reckon you can be comfortable you're doing a really good job at farming um, because that's the main thing. I mean, it makes me a little bit disappointed um, when our messaging is all around how – uh, sustainable and, and, and how much we care for animals. And then I, I drive down on a, on a 40, degree, 40 degree day and there's cows in paddocks without any shade. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what's that? I mean, you wouldn't let your dog out there in a paddock without any shade. And there's no legislation that says you have to have, you know, there has to be shade for an animal on a hot day. But if you really are thinking about your animals, that's just one of your, the key things that you'll always provide. And I just think, because I love eating beef, right? So that's one of my main uh, pleasures of being a, a cattle producer is being able to, in a life, you're killing the animal and you're eating it, right? So I'm not saying that, you know, the, you're doing it for any other reason, but I'm just saying while the animal's alive, um, if, if, you're, if you're making sure that they live in the best life that they could, then I think you're doing a good job at farming. Absolutely. Provide for them, they provide for you and they'll be much healthier going in anyway. And, and also, and your customers, they want to, they actually want to know that too. Yeah. Um, and if they know that, they buy more of your product, they feel comfortable with your product. Um, yeah. So Beautiful. What's your favourite productivity hack? My favourite productivity hack is um, just that when you're in the zone, just keep going, get it done, get it finished. Like it's hard to get in the zone, but when you get there and you get in like that 70, 80% or whatever, you feel like doing something else, no, just finish it, get it done. Yeah, I, I go through like little buzz periods, especially when making social content. Some days I'm like, no, nah, stuff that I couldn't be bothered doing anything. And the other days I uh, bump out 200 pieces or whatever. Yeah. Just when you've got that feeling to go for it. Yeah. Yeah, maximize that, yeah. Absolutely. And also a tongue twister to finish it off. If you weren't doing what you're doing, what would Nick be doing? If I weren't doing what I'm doing right now in, okay. So I've basically, I, I, I had a career for a long time in furniture. All right. Oh, and, um, yep. yeah, so, and it's funny. I, I thought I loved that so much. And then I, the last day I, I quit that, I walked out to get into the farming again. And yep. It's weird. I never thought about a single piece of furniture again for about a year. Um, so I'm not going back to that. Um, is this all bright? It's, it's, it's furniture. What's that? What's your favorite piece of furniture? Like what, what do you like designing or whatever? Is it a chair, a lounge chair? Yeah, no, I always, um, I, well, personally, my favorite piece of furniture is a hammock, right? It yeah. is just the most beautiful design so comfortable you know you don't see it in, in the uh, museum of modern art or anything yep. um but i just think that you just cannot beat a simple thing like a hammock it's absolutely yep. unreal um what was i going to go where, where was i going what would i also what would i do no nah, it's this or bust yep. this or i'm on the street jack um and sometimes that's good you know not to have a safety net yeah 
yeah, everyone talks about plan B, but maybe it's not the best thing to have a plan B for it. Yeah, well, I mean, you're going to decide that when you need when you need it. You don't want to be prepared. It's like, you know, how would you feel if you know your girlfriend was sort of thinking, "What am I going to do?" I'm rid of this bloke. I want to have one lined up. Well, so probably I might do, but you sort of like <laughs> focus on what you're doing. And, um, yeah, there's, you don't want to be preparing the plan B. I don't reckon. Why? What if you're committed to plan A? Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, Izzy didn't listen to that one. But for <laughs> yourself, um, to round off this, we're keen to start up a farmers book club, like an yep. intangible thing. Yeah. Any okay. book recommendations you've read? Are you a bookworm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love love my books. Um, and so 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 recommendations. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big Cormac McCarthy fan, right? Yep. So, which I reckon people on farms would just love Cormac McCarthy. If you've never read him, get into him. Um, and, you know, you probably you might have seen the movie The Road. Um, the book's about five hundred times better. Um, this heaps of this just anything by him, and then this year he released a book like uh, after ten or fifteen years, and it's like hanging out. This is going to be awesome. This is going to be amazing, and um, yeah, they're both pretty shit. I have to say, um, I was really disappointed. Well, one was called The Passenger or something. And yeah, I've just maybe I built him up too much in my mind. His previous work, and he's an old dude now. Yeah. Um, what else? What, I, no, I'll join your book club. I, 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 um, um, don't find many people that actually want to talk about books. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I like literally used to despise him before, and I'd be on the train in London or something. It's like people reading a book. It's like, how the hell do you read a book out in public? Like I, I'd be embarrassed, but now COVID got me out of that and just started reading books. I had ten months off work and got into them pretty heavy. Yeah. Uh, Spend some time and also the podcast, but it's a good way. So, Jack, what's your what's been your best book for the last year? Um, farming wise, like the book of the year for Farms Wise podcast was um, why why you should give a fuck about farming. Yeah, okay. Gabby yep. Chan. Um, I read a lot of like marketing ones. Good, good to great. I think like okay. you can emulate all of this into your like as a farmer into your farming business. So I think. Like to be a good company is good, but to be a great company is like that amount of difference. What is Jim Collins, that author, yeah. uh, might might start him up on the book club as a like Instagram post. Um, yeah, that that's probably one of the best I read last year. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, there you go. Like I got something out of that already. So, um, yeah. yeah, now I'll be there. Sign me up. But I've got more sort of, I don't have many businessy books that I read. I'm more. More of a fiction man. Yes, story. story. Lose myself in the story. Absolutely. Well, before we lose ourselves in this story, thank you so much for coming on to Farm Yards. New segment. Pretty keen to see how the reception of this goes. So, Nick, thank you very much. Yeah, good on you, Jack. It's a pleasure. See you soon, mate.